along to Scoreline Extra, another absolute jam-packed weekend of sport. We'll be bringing you post-match from the Kilkenny Camogie Games and the Kilkenny Hurling Game that occurred. And also we'll be hearing from TJ Reid and basketball man Mr Puff Summers. First of all, we're going to be dealing with Kilkenny versus Leash and you'll hear from Brian Cody and Seamus Cheddar Plunkett. So look, we're going down to Ennis to play Clare. Like, and Clare are playing really, really well, you know. I mean, they got a bad start to the league, if you like, and a disappointing start. But since then, they've been very, very strong, very, very strong yesterday as well. Look, we're talking about getting very, very close to Championship time, and everything from now on is geared towards Championship. And next weekend is going to be a big, big test for us. Well, obviously, the reason why any, any player hasn't been seen like that is the reason for it, obviously, and that's injury. But um, we have a few lads, you know, back on the pitch there the other night, so we should relate with that. And... and Potentially, some we might get be able to get play some of those lads for some part of next weekend's game. When you say you had lads back, sorry, who are they? Um, well, Richie Lahey now, Walter Welsh, Kieran Wallace, and Niall Brasler have made good progress. They got some, got a rotten pitch hurling there the other night for the first time, we'll say. So they'll get out there again this week and, and potentially be able to um, get some game time into them next weekend, some of them at least. Right, sorry, the clear game, no matter what, it could be your last game before the championship, so irrespective of the outcome. Still has to be, you know, it has to be a big one for you. Absolutely, you know, of course, like any match, we on three and win the match. But again, like I said, like, I mean, we're, we're very, very close to the championship. You know, the whole thing is obviously so, so tight. So um, everything is geared towards it right now. And next weekend is a terrific game to be getting, and especially, you know, we've got to go down to Venice to play there, and that's that's um, that's a big challenge any time. How much have we got out of the league so far? Do you think? And look, I mean, every year you play the league, regardless of whether it's different this year or not, you try and, and win matches, of course, of course you do. And then you try and get some game time into as many players as possible. And so far, that's, that's been working out for us. Well, I mean, the only reason why picking the team will be difficult, we hope, is because of the quality of the competi- competition for places. And we're happy that we have that. And obviously, like I said, about players coming back, um, there's good players coming, ready to come back as well. So we definitely have... Um, Choices to make and, and decisions to make, but that's that's it's from a position of strength, I believe, rather than the other way around. Did you, did you, you know, what was you, you know, you many questions, for you. yeah, <laughs> you lost control there, right? In a, or leash got a great spell in the second half, disappointed a bit. Uh, you, you don't expect to, to, to be in control of any, any match um, for a full time, you know, and guaranteed to guarantee every, every team will get their period of dominance. And of course, they each got that because, like I said, they have plenty of quality in their team. I suppose that's how you respond to it, and that's, that's exactly what we want to see. Brian, we might have some spectators at the game next Saturday. I'm sure you'd be delighted to see that. Ah, sure, look, it'd be great. Yeah, obviously, that's starting off now and um, coming up now. And sure, look, of course, I mean, we'd all love to be going to matches apart from the ones we're involved in, you know, so that will be, um, it'll be terrific for everybody, yeah, definitely. Um, well, well, we do want to stay in this division, uh, Nicky. This is hugely important to us. Like all, all of our type, our counties, the Antrims, Westmeads, Carlos, Leashes, um, it's just a really big thing to stay in this division, to be able to play at this level, because the pace that are hurling, the movement, um, the, the reaction speed and all of that's a completely different level than any other you're going to play in. And this, you, if you're not able to test yourself against this, you don't actually learn anything. You learn at a slower speed of hurling. Um, so that relegation match against Westmead as it is now is hugely important for both teams that both of them stay in this. And 
look, I probably said this a number of times before, um, you know, if we want to develop the hurling, I fully get that, you know, things need to be competitive. I fully get all of that. But if teams need to say develop and if they're making the right effort, I think they should all stay in these divisions. And, and uh, look look at the game yesterday up in Corrigan Park, you know, an absolute cracker for everybody. Uh, I thought we were competitive today, considering where we're coming from and, and uh, I suppose the circumstances that we had to put out a team today. Um, so happy enough, but but um, the league is in part in Nicky. Clearly the champs are coming up. Our priority now is... I think we've we've we're missing maybe seven or eight again today. We'll probably get some of them back just starting to run this week. They'll have no hurling done. Will that be enough in two weeks' time or three weeks' time against Wexford? Look, only time will tell. Bloody not great memories in this park. We lost the Leinster club final here as a player. I lost one here as a manager in this park. Uh, lost the Kilkenny County with the village. Fantastic, fantastic club. Um, so we're going to have to change this around somewhere in this park. We're going to have to do something to change this this feeling. But uh, as you said, there are huge improvement on the last performances, Taylor. Ah, uh, Jack, I wouldn't. No, I, 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 I said this before, and I meant what I said here. Um, you know, we, we look at all aspects. Even in the Wexford game, there were some really good things happened at different periods, in different positions, with different moves. Um, and we, we leaked two easy goals in the first half. Um, and like all teams, then it's catch-up after that, and it's a little bit more difficult to do at that stage. And we leaked 2-5 in the last five minutes against Wexford. But there was actually some positive things from, from different players, and we're starting to seeing that. And, you know, I'm, 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 we know how difficult this is. You're missing that many players. You're asking the player to step up into a position that he may not have been in, and you're playing maybe a different game plan. All of the things get thrown out of the window the things that you want to plan and so on um, so I'm just looking forward to the next couple of weeks obviously we have to go to Corrigan Park now next Saturday and, and um, you know we'll, we'll, we'll treat that now in terms of preparation for the championship and uh, really, you know, really looking forward to the lads I, I, I have to say to finish up they're a fantastic, honest group of lads that know that life has been difficult for them this year, both in terms of training and in terms of pandemic and in terms of injuries and in terms of everything, and have really, really got stuck into it, train really hard, great camaraderie among them, and they're a real, real pleasure to work with. As you mentioned, players, uh, I have to say this to you, you know, uh, playing up with... No, look, Jack, that, you know, that's, what, that's what I was saying earlier on. Um, that's one of our priorities is to, you know you have to get all of the cogs in the machine in the right place to play the way you want to play um, and we just couldn't do this um, up to now we just didn't didn't have we didn't have all the players that, that you want and all of that um, so we'll be looking at other, other things as well and you know we're, we're as I said, I said at the very first game, we're reasonably clear where we want to go as a hurling team. We probably need to be a little bit patient here to just get everybody on the field and get enough time to practice and rehearse what you want to do to get the best out of it. Um, it may not, you know, this year may be a little bit too quick for all of that. Bear in mind we're going to go into a championship now in three weeks' time, but, but that's, that's, that's our long-term goal here. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Right, Cody and uh, Seamus Cheddar Plunkett after Kilkenny defeated Leash in the round four of the league. Next up is Mr. Brian Dowlin, who will be talking all things Kilkenny Camogie. They defeated Limerick there. We know now that they have a semi final fate going up against Tipperary, which is throwing in in UPMC Nolan Park from 1 pm. We'll also be hearing from Miriam Bamrick and Neve Dealey. <laughs> Brian Dowling, through to the semi-final of the National League Division 1. Relief, I suppose, is the overall emotion after that game there today. 
Oh, yeah, it'd have to be relieved. Look, we didn't, um, we didn't play well today, I suppose. You know, we didn't hit the, the heights that we hit maybe last Saturday, and that was probably a, a danger all week. You know, sometimes when you play, everything goes perfect for you the week before. It's hard to come out the week after and do the same thing. But look, it's funny. I think you nearly learn more about a team today than you did last week. Um, you know, things weren't going well for us there, but players stood up at different times, and I thought the character of the girls was brilliant. You know, just in fairness, just found a way to win and get over the line. Limerick were very good today, very impressive. They were hungry for every ball. Kenny seemed that bit flat. Was it that they overtrained during the week, do you think, or just that the amount of matches is creeping up on them now that they're getting that small bit weary? Uh, no, I don't. We definitely didn't overtrain. And, you know, we, tra- we train hard on the Tuesday and we, we you know, pull back a bit in the Thursday. But look, again, we're treating the league as the league. You know, it's, the championship will be a different story and it's, it's all about getting the players up to pace for the championship. You know, and we just we probably were a bit flat today. And I think maybe a lot of that was to was last week's performance. You know, everything went so well. And but look, I think t- today is an eye opener that you know every day you go out on the pitch you just have to perform you have to work hard you have to have the hunger you have to get into hooks and blocks and we weren't doing that you know I think we, we only won 8 out of 24 puck outs at half time and that's not good enough you know and we said that to the girls that no matter how much skill you have or what you have it's, it's winning them rooks and winning them breaking balls and just today we, we just didn't have that for a long period but look we stuck at it and, and we found a way and, and we got there in the end which was which is a great sign Was there any stage during that game that you thought it's not going to be our day today? I suppose it comes into your head once or twice but look again then you look around and you see the leaders we have in this team and you know I think in fairness I think new leaders stepped up today again like Steve Dealey and, and Kelly and Dyle especially thought were immense in the second half you know they were catching ball and coming out with loads of ball and you know like we won't be too happy with scoring 2-10 but you know we conceded 13 points didn't concede a goal you know Ethan made a couple of great saves at crucial times and, and again it's just about getting the scores you know and, and again you know, I keep saying it but just finding a way to win when you're struggling you know it wasn't fancy hurling it was you know it was fairly tight all around the pitch and, but look we got there in the end and I said look we can learn from it now and, and hopefully improve for the semi-final that must have impressed you though as you said yourself weren't playing well and ground out a victory and you still managed to do it in the manner you did we don't know who got the goal there's a dispute going on whether it was Mary or Steffi got it you won't care anyway must have been a good feeling though when that goal did go in yeah look we definitely needed it anyway like you know I think it's funny today like it just really felt like a a championship match, you know, it felt, um, you know, the intensity there, you know, the first two games, you know, I suppose getting up to this speed and Limerick, you know, came up to the game and it just um, brought a huge uh, battle to it, you know, and just the physicality of it, you know, and the riff I thought was, was good as well, just let it go as much as he could and, you know, that's that's what we want, you know, and I think, you know, anyone watching in, I think the Camogie, game of Camogie is improving a lot, like, you know, the physical battle is there, um, you know, I might argue maybe it won with Clet Dormer in the first half, you know, the shoulder rule, again, probably need clarification on it, I thought Clet just went 50 good for a ball, the girl falls down and it's free for Limerick you know which is a bit uh, frustrating but look we'll go back to the field on training and on Tuesday night and try to improve on a, on, a, on a few things you know a lot of things that we can look at now and we can take out of this game A couple of missed players today uh, Claire Phelan Davina Tobin have we them back or are they in contention for a start for the league semi-final? Yeah both will be back um, Davina in fairness is, is working on Saturdays and has missed two or three days already so you know she couldn't get off today so that was the reason she was missing Claire Phelan just has a minor um, hamstring and Michaela Keneally had a thumb injury so look it's the league at the end of the day and we're not going to risk players um, you know Claire could have played today and maybe did her hamstring and then she's out for four or five weeks and probably out for the championship so it's important that we you know we look after the players as well and just 
you know, clear will be back now hopefully next week and um and you know that that'll be rather than we won't be risking her, I suppose, like today it would have been a little bit of a risk and I said if you pick up an injury then you know long term would have been a big problem for us. Nice to get to the semi final, even nicer now, home draw in Nolan Park next Sunday. You must be looking forward to that. Yeah, it's great. Um I, I don't know, I think there's gonna be supporters at it as well, isn't there? Like you know, yeah, the new rules be. coming in on Monday, so that's great. Um get supporters back in into the stadium and look the league there's a, a super incentive there for the the league finals in Crow Park with three thousand supporters, you know, that's a great incentive as well. So look, I said it all along, the league is about getting games I said it to you after the two games you know I didn't mind getting a quarter final and looking at today I'm delighted we got a quarter final because you know the value of that match there I don't think you get it in 10 training sessions no matter how well you're going so you know that that was just great to get the extra game today and I know we're playing week on week but you know we, we probably train hard on a Tuesday we put back on a Thursday and you know the girls are, are getting the recovery in, in between that so look it's just important again just we we'll mix up the team again for next week and, and, and you know try to get to a league final hopefully In fairness it was probably the toughest game that you've had since the All-Ireland final so as you said great preparation going into the semi-final yeah look it was it was definitely tough you know and I suppose we're I don't have to look back and that's we're, we're behind for long periods of it and you know I don't think we got ahead three quarters of it you know in the last 10 minutes maybe it was the first time we got ahead and you know, but look, I think it's just a wake-up call for everyone, including myself, everybody. You know, I suppose you might get carried away at yourself and think everything's going great and when you win like we did last Saturday. But, you know, every team's going to come up now and they're going to raise their game against us. And, you know, that's the message we send us to the girls after the game. You know, no matter who you're playing, you're just going to have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for a battle. Any preferences of who you want in the semi-final? No, I don't mind. Look, we're just there. I think news came out yesterday. It's it's an open draw, so which I think is fair because, um, you know, we did top our group and still play the quarter-final. So look, I don't mind. Um, you know, we don't mind we're in the semi-final. So it's another game, and you know, we'll, we'll give it a rattle. Anyway, we look forward to Sunday, Brian. So best of luck in the semi-final. All right, thanks, Martin. Joined by Neve Dealey, who's just after giving a player of the match performance here in the Littlewoods Ireland League quarter final against Limerick. Uh, Neve, delighted to get out today with a victory. Absolutely, yeah. Look, um, we know we have more in us. Uh, that 60 minutes was 60 minutes plus was uh, the toughest we played all year. Um, the last 15, especially. But look, we know we have more in us, and we just drive on for the semi final now. I suppose for the first 45 minutes, you know, Limerick, um, they were ahead at every quarter. And, you know, the last 15 minutes, I suppose Kilkenny really came out of the blocks. You all showed your true determination and showed the actual Kilkenny team that we're used to, that we're used to seeing. At half time, you know, what were Brian and the lads saying to you? Um, we were just basically saying we know we have so much more in us. Like, that was, to be honest, we probably weren't expecting that uh, intensity. That Well, we were expecting the intensity, but we weren't expecting. Uh, we weren't expecting a, that much of a challenge, really. Um, but look, Limerick were very, very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just thankfully got the win in the end. Yeah, now you have to look forward to a league semi-final in Nolan Park next week. You know, I suppose there's a lot of work that has to be done. You know, what are you going to be focused on the training fields this week? Um, we're just going to have to step it up a notch now on Tuesday in training. We're just going to have to bring that intensity and more uh, onto it, on each other and just hopefully take it from there that's great thanks Stephen congratulations Miriam Bambrick got out of jail in that one I suppose we could say but you must be looking forward to an all-earned semi-final your overall analysis of that game there today yeah it was just very very tough tough game um, I suppose first half we were really trying to find our feet and I suppose we grinded out in the end we always expected Limerick to, be, to bring a tough game and that they did so looking forward to next weekend 
we get worried at any stage during the game up to the first first second third quarter Limerick were ahead but you really pulled ahead in the last quarter and came away with the victory no I suppose um, we knew what they were going to bring um, we knew they were going to be a, a tough side so we just stayed plugging away and I suppose we got our chances and we took them you picked up a yellow card as well. You must have been worried there for a while with some of the decisions was going. But in fairness, you played very well back in the corner back position. Uh, cleared up an awful lot of ball and that goal line clearance. You must have been happy with that one. Uh, yeah, look, I, w- I won't comment on the yellow card. Sure, <laughs> I was lucky, lucky just to get the one. I suppose. Um, yeah, look, it's great to be getting an opportunity. Have to remember that there's thirty plus girls on this panel, and every day you, you get to put on a certain jersey, you have to take a chance and whether that's training, challenge match or here today so just lucky to be getting a chance and I suppose trying to take it as best I can You seem to be a very versatile player or maybe it's just one that you like to play no matter where you're playing and you like just to be out there cornerback one day midfield the next day back to cornerback what position do you really favour? Oh I'd take anywhere now Martin apart from I probably wouldn't fancy myself in the goal but I'd go anywhere so yeah look anywhere and one fifteen. as long as you're getting a chance you have to take it and it's great to be getting that at the moment. Well, I don't think you take it off of Eva the way that she played today anyway. Five fantastic saves as well, really kept Kilkenny in the game. Yeah, no, look, I have to say that from 1 to 15 and especially the, the five whatever girls came on there made a huge difference to the fresh legs and just goes to show the depth of the panel that we have at the moment and the lads are not afraid to make those changes and even when things aren't going our way. So it's great, yeah, positive. Nolan Park now Sunday you yeah. look forward to a home venue yeah buzzing now for Nolan Park home venue what more could you ask for the big question obviously we don't know the winners between uh, Tipperary and Offaly tomorrow who do you want in the semi-final oh we'll take any of them <laughs> any of them at all we won't we won't worry about who it is no matter who we're playing now we'll, we'll um, I suppose prepare the same way and know that it's going to be a tough tough ask next weekend well you had a stormer of a game again today well done and best of luck in the semi-final thanks very much Martin thanks Now to the intermediates, a last gasp goal seeing them fall at the hands of Meath. We'll hear from manager John Scott and selector Brendan Cale along with Roisin Phelan. John Scott, what a heartbreak of an ending to a game that we looked like we could have won and ended up losing in the end. What's your overall feeling at the end of that? Oh, I was good with Martin to tell you the truth. No, uh, look, fear is hard sucker punch to take at the end of a game I thought we played reasonably well like I think both teams gave it everything I thought we probably shared it a little bit but look fair play to me they stuck in it they kept on going to the very last ball Fantastic game of Camogie for anyone that was watching myself and Anya alluded to that in commentary up there it was nip and tuck for the first quarter three points apiece after the water break, which normally happens, it benefits one team, benefits us, and we went in 1-6-4 to four ahead at half-time. You must have been happy at that stage. Yeah, I was very happy. Like, and because they actually even we scored like the 1-6 before half-time, but we actually probably created, we probably even could have got another goal and maybe another couple of points. I know that's hearsay, but I thought we created a lot of chances, but just we didn't convert a few of them. But I look, 1-6, we only scored 1-10 against Leash in the 60 minutes. We scored 1-6 in... The, in 30 minutes there like you know we're just that's what we're trying to do is we're working with the girls trying to create chances and look that'll come you know what I mean it's early days 
the two quick sucker punch goals after half time you must have been feeling I don't know what at the start of it but in fairness the girls didn't drop the heads they kept going and you went on and got four points on the bouts it was a great comeback especially after those two quick goals yeah it was sucker punch alright the two of them as well actually uh, but yeah no the girls kept their heads going they, they didn't kind of go around and drop the heads they kept the heads up and they kept on tipping away and look we went up two points ahead and into the into the final minutes and look I thought there was probably I thought myself that there was probably a few more extra minutes played than there was on the notice board but sure, look we'll, we'll, we'll go with that anyway whatever they say <laughs> oh, we always get that but in fairness it was a good game of Camogie no dirty strokes in it great advert for us just unfortunate we came out of it at a one point loss but the team will learn from this going into the championship and he'll knuckle down now and get ready for the start of that oh yeah look we'll knuckle down now on Tuesday night and the girls are talking about there's a few of them doing their leaving sir, so we, they can take a break now and do leaving cert and the rest of the girls look we'll knuckle down we'll have five weeks I think the first game is in five weeks time so look we'll knuckle down and we'll get there we'll work hard now in the next five weeks and we'll see where we go well best of luck commiserations today it's a horrible way to lose but we'll be rooting for you when it comes to championship alright thanks Martin no I'm joined by Roisin Phelan, captain of the Kenny Intermediate Camogie team Roisin um, bitter disappointment after today's results yeah um in now uh, it's really disappointing I think as one of the lads said we should have left a minute either I suppose but um, plenty of lessons to learn anyway ahead of championship yeah and definitely a load of positivities to take as well from today I know that's easy to say now and I suppose when you go home you'll dwell on it later on but you know seeing all six forwards score from play today something that hasn't been done over the last two games that's an added bonus really true definitely yeah we're definitely scoring more from play which is really good and I think to be fair we did grow into the three matches we have learned a lot and um, playing more and more together so to be fair it will stand to us and especially I think our work rate really came through a bit there as well yeah. hopefully now we'll push on after these three matches and see where we go absolutely and I think as well what you have to remember it does it t- you know to win one you have to lose one and I suppose a loss like this could really stand to you coming into championship and let's be realistic that's the aim championship is the aim so I think you know you're finding yourselves in a good position now and what's going to be like the emphasis going back to training over the next couple of weeks I think yeah just working on our skills keep I think more and more hurling I think is what we need to do at this stage and um, just getting back into swinging things and just push on more and yeah I think keep working on scoring and things like that and working with new rules I think to use them more to our advantage and things like that so hopefully now yeah we can learn from this because there's plenty to learn from that game anyway yeah. so yeah hopefully push on again you know. perfect that's great thanks for our team Brendan Cal, horrible way to lose a match one point lost to meet. What's the overall feeling after that final whistle? I suppose. Well, it's certainly uh, difficult to lose a match, Martin. You're correct. Like in the context of the game, I felt possibly should have been further ahead going into the last few minutes. There was a period after half time we were quite sluggish. They got in for a goal, Maybe two goals, I think, in a couple of minutes. The next thing it was back in the melt spot. I felt we responded well again. You know, trying to work the ball, give it into the forwards. Um, just it was 10 or 15 minutes it was very very difficult kind of suited me I thought um, there was a lot of more rooks in the second half and you know in the finish like there was two points in I still felt we were you know we were probably slightly the better team and lost but like that, that's sport I guess and we learn from that going forward you know we'll be looking forward to a a championship campaign with this group of players where you know hopefully that won't happen again yeah they're a very young team two point margin is always dicey especially in the last one we possibly could have got rid of the ball there before the last free was in it deflected into the nest though what a horrible way to lose a game well (laughs) it certainly is you know the the players like I couldn't fault their effort you know I thought um, particularly in the first half we know we worked the ball 
once one or two passes delivered into the forwards, good movement, you know, we're, we're motoring well. In fairness to me, they responded. They kind of clogged the middle a little bit more in the second half. Um, you know, it is a very difficult, very raw way to lose a game. But, you know, still not, I would be looking forward. You know, you know, the, I, you know, the championship is, is what you are preparing for. The league games are there for that. That'll bring on the girls a lot. You know, the game itself and even the couple of learnings from the game. Half time, you were in the driving seat, one six to four ahead, nip and tuck for the first quarter, three points apiece. You must have been happy enough at half time going in with that lead. Yeah, I thought we settled well in the first quarter. Um, I thought, you know, like I just said, that the we we worked the ball around the middle third into the forwards, good movement, good scores. One six was a good return. Then I think we had a ten minute sloppy period, and the game was back in the mix. And then you know I think games are a little bit, a bit organic, kind of they grow life of their own. And then it was kind of a fight to the finish. I still thought we steadied the ship quite well, got a couple of good scores, maybe a little bit of naivety at the end. We kind of could have one or two chances to put the game away and go three or four ahead, and we were punished in the finish, unfortunately. I was impressed by the girls, like the two quick goals after half time, any team could have crumbled. You didn't. You actually went on and got four points on the bounce to the two quick goals. So, you know, you didn't panic. You must have been pleased enough with the response after those quick goals. Yeah, yeah, they are very young, but there's a bit of experience at the back as well. Like, you know, Leanne, Roshi and experienced players, you know, settled the ship, got the communication right again. And, you know, started playing our game again for another 10 minutes. And I thought we settled well enough. You know, and to be honest, I thought the better team were clipped at the finish, to be honest. But, you know, that's sport. So, you know, we'll organise a couple of challenge games and get ourselves right for the championship period that's coming up. Yeah, you have a few weeks now to go before the championship. So yeah. it'll be knuckle down and get the girls fighting fit for it. And Ms. Evanon, you alluded to it in commentary. A mix of youth and experience is what you need. The first game against Wexford, the backs were on top. The mm. second game, or the forwards, I should say. Mm. Second game, against Leash, the backs were on top and today it kind of balanced itself out a small little bit but still a bit of work to be done uh, definitely like you know the first couple of games you know Wexford are a, a very good team they're going to have a say in the senior championship I would say you know we conceded one goal never looked like conceding another goal and it was a lucky goal enough that day Leash, we never looked like conceding a goal today now you know there was goal chances so you know, it's definitely 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 um, you know learnings to take from it and you know if you cough up three goals in Camogie their games are hard won yeah, well, unfortunate today. Hard luck, commiserations. You played very well all through the league, I have to say, and best luck for the championship. Okay, thanks, Martin. Thanks. John Scott, Brendan Kale, and Roisin feeling right there. Next up, we are going to keep things all GEA, but with a bit of a fitness twist. Here's Mr. TJ Reid, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Busy man indeed, yeah, um, yeah. I'm after, um, I suppose, getting a little, little um, rest um, tomorrow against Leash. Um, so Brian and and the management team are, are resting a, f- a few players. Um, so yeah, uh, but I've no doubt um, I'll be trained with Mickey Comfort um, in the morning time. So um, so the, the, the training session will be hot and heavy anyway. So not much of a break. Um, but yeah, I suppose um, this weekend. Um, Obviously, with the game coming up, you know you're trying to get your mental preparation going for the game. So it is um, nice to maybe have ha- not to be dealing with that mental preparation because of we're trying to reopen the gym as well. So at least um, today and tomorrow, I can concentrate on on getting the gym open on on Monday. Yeah, and that's and that's a big thing for any business. So like we've seen kind of intermittently the likes of hairdressers and stuff reopening, and, and there's kind of this phase basis. So you're someone though that would have continued training so you would have been training with the Kenny team you would have been training with Bally Hale you would have been uh, keeping up your own personal fitness but a lot of people have been out of the loop for mm-hmm. so long so do you have any advice for people that are looking to return tomorrow like 
that might be a bit disheartened that they're not being able to pick up the same amount of dumbbell weight that they used to or run the same speed that they're used to. Do you have any advice for those people? Yeah, well, um, I know Mondays it is a bank holiday weekend, so I say people will be leaving off everything to to Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, but look, um, yeah, look, I think, I think, but what what I've noticed in Kilkenny, um, is the people are out, um, either cycling now or walking. So I think people have have kept up some kind of normality and some kind of a structure to their fitness regime. Um, but look, it's it's number one thing is to find what you enjoy doing. Um, either it's weightlifting, um, spinning, um, cycling, walking. So p- pick an exercise that you enjoy doing because if you enjoy doing it, um, it's not going to be a chore. Um, but start slow. Um, always start slow because you know it, it, if you start off, you know um, five six days a week, um, it's not going to be sustainable. Um, so any exercise you do or any fitness regime you get into is to build yourself up into it, and um, and it's not to to um, go 100 miles an hour in the first week, or else you might um, obviously risk of injury, and then you overdo it, and then your energy is not going to be as as where it is if you just took your time and gradually you know build yourself up into it. Um, but look, I think people are excited. Um, you know, they're just excited to get back into a routine, um, a bit of purpose back into their life and a bit of, um, fu- you know, fulfillment. Um, I think that's the, the big thing that, that people were, were lacking over the last um, couple of months is just, you know, fulfilling their day and, you know, going to the gym or going um, even to a hurling match, you know, is just filling that hour of, of, of um, I suppose, happiness. And I think that's the big thing that, that people will be looking forward to. And you're mentioning if people are looking forward to it, you might kind of, you might kind of get that New Year's surge where everyone is just dying to get back into mm-hmm. the gym. And is it a, a, like a phase basis when you're allowing people in? Is there like an app people can use to book in? Like how does it work for, say, I know you're saying maybe bank holiday Monday mightn't be the best time yeah. for getting people in, but say on the Tuesday, on the Wednesday, on the Thursday, at the weekends, can people just rock up to the door, or is there a, a booking mechanism? What way does it work? Yeah, we we have a booking system. Um, so with COVID, um, with the um, rules and regulations in place, that we, we have a booking system on our app. So the, the app is free. It's a branded app, which is TJ Reid's Health and Fitness. So if you are a member, um, it's very easy. Just two clicks. Just go into our classes, book gym floor access, and that's just for tr- um, just for traceability, um, just with the guidelines in place. Um, and people can um, book in, come up, sign in at reception, and then they can go about their workout, which is um, roughly an hour and a half of, of an exercise, and then they can leave in their own time. Um, so it, it is exactly where where we, we stopped in, in December. Uh, there's nothing, nothing has changed. Um, we have, ex- well, if you, if you weren't back in the gym in November, December, we have... We built on an extra 4,000 square feet, um, so we have more space, more equipment <laughs> for people to uh, to use as well. Um, and our, our, out, our classes will be will continue outdoors because um, with the HSC, the guidelines are, are, are state that our classes will have to be performed outdoors for the month of June. And then the, I think it's the 5th of July, uh, we can bring back in the... Um, or classes indoors, but at the moment it's it's only you're only allowed for um individual train in, in the gym. Um, so you you can just come up. Um, if if you don't have the app or if if you are if you aren't a member and if you are looking to um to sign up, you can come into 
to the gym and you can speak to some of the our staff at reception and, and they can look after you. Yeah, I was just about to ask because you're mentioning the expansion of space in, in the gym itself. Um, people mightn't be aware that new members can join then is it like it's still you're still accepting people coming in that haven't previously been with tj reese health and fitness yeah we won't say no to anyone um <laughs> you know so we won't look um it's 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 been a tough spell um we were close for the last five um five months um so you know this month um this this first week we're just um so looking forward to you know getting the staff back um you know, first of all, um, and then seeing the members again. Um, and look, we have lost members um, through COVID. Um, unfortunately, um, we've lost a, a good lot of members just just with the whole process. And like any health and fitness centres in Kilkenny and Ireland, um, they're going through the same process. So for us and for any business, is our, our members are our, our, um, our at our hearts. And um, just the next week, we, we, we look forward to, to seeing them all back in. Um, and because it has been, um, I suppose, a lonely gym up there. It is, it's 15,000 square feet. <laughs> and um, we're so used to the energy and the, the, the atmosphere and the buzz and, and the members coming in. And, and, you know, so just even I was up there today for half an hour. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's an empty gym now. But hopefully Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, the place will be rocking again. Um, you mentioned kind of losing members there. I, I myself, I was living with someone that was high risk mm. and I was very apprehensive about going to the gym in itself. Um, what type of kind of precautionary measures would be in place then? Or Like I know you're under strict regulations, but in terms of people that might be a bit apprehensive about going back into the gym due to the nature of the world that we live in. So what's happening at TJ Reads Health and Fitness to kind of help those people or ease those people get coming back in? Yeah, well, first of all, our, our change rooms and share facilities are, are closed. Um, they will be closed till further notice because that's where, I suppose, uh, most people hang out in. Um, so with the booking in system, you, you can see who's booked in per slot. So if, if you are... If it's, if it's a busy slot, you can see that and you can you can pick and choose a slot that's more quieter, um, and which which then you'll feel more more safer in that environment. Um, as I said, the gym is 15,000 square feet, um, so plenty of space. We have all the equipment two metres, um, um, you know, separated. Um, and then we've again, each member will bring a hand towel. Uh, we have we have loads of spray around the gym as well. So we, we are encouraging all the members to spray down the equipment after you use and the are because again, the, the gym is is yours. It's, it's a member's gym. So um, again, since we we changed to bring a hand towel and a spray bottle. All the members um, took it on 100%. Um, the commitment from all the members and the staff were, were 100%. Um, everyone came into the environment. They wanted to, to come to the gym, so they're going to make sure that the place is respectable and the place is, is, left, um, is left 100% as well. Yeah, there's an ethos within the gym community anyway of, of treating the gym with respect. So like mm. that, that kind of ethos will be carried over whatever regulations because that's what was kind of ingrained in a lot of gym goers anyway well i think the good thing i think it's it's a good thing overall i think people are more um hygienic now uh with everything you know they're using the hand sanitizers now so i think it was a not, not before we were being messy or being dirty or 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 that but yeah. i think um now it's it's 
start to get people into a good habit to wipe down their equipment and to bring their hand to it. Because look, when you come to the gym, you are coming to work out, you are coming to sweat. Um, so it is a, a kind of a good habit, um, a, a, a very clean habit to to, to, to have in the gym now. And, and hopefully when COVID goes, hopefully in the next couple of months, that we'll continue that um, the hygiene-friendly gym as well because I think it's a it's a good thing to have. And we, we, before, before this, we didn't have the... At the gym equipment, two meters apart. So I think when when COVID does come back, if it, life comes back normal, we will continue to have um, the equipment more space there as well because I think it's more uh, it's more um, just looks better and uh, the members aren't on top of each other and the members will feel a little bit more safer as well. Speaking of spaced out as well, you have TJ Reid's Health and Fitness in Kilkenny. You've now expanded to Galway mm. uh, to a degree. Um, I. I uh, what's the reception like up there to TJ Reid up in Galway? Would you be going to different counties? Maybe Tipperary might uh, find a find a place for you. Tip, yeah. Look, um, I suppose Galway. Yeah, it's um, unfortunately it's, it's a nice little spin up. Um, <laughs> but look, I suppose in business or in life, um, opportunities arise. And this uh, two years ago, um, I got a I got a phone call. Um, obviously, in in hurling and sport, you have great contacts and. And the net network of people that you um, meet is um, is great. So opportunity came in, in Galway, um, up in up in um, Salt Hill, and um, we went up. Myself and Richard Connolly went up, and um, two years ago now, and we decided, all right, we'll, we'll go for it. Um, and it's still going, thankfully. Uh, but look, it's anything you do, there's work in it, and um, and you have to put in your 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 best efforts and um your work rate has, has to be um has to be 100% and, and and look it's it's something that that we enjoy doing um health and fitness is a passion of ours and it's a it's a once you have that passion it doesn't become work it's our chore um so look we we enjoy what we enjoy what we're doing and um and yes we we look forward to as I said, it has been a rocky road over the last couple of months you know five months um of of being closed so I think everyone He's just looking forward to getting back to a routine and a structure. And um, and yes, in Kilkenny and Galway, we're, we're looking forward to seeing our members again. And speaking of looking forward, I'd be shot if I didn't ask you a bit about hurling as well. We have a big game up tomorrow. You're going to be watching from the sidelines. How how do you feel? Yeah, we're, we're going well. Um, we're going well, thankfully. Um, we have three wins. Um, tomorrow, yeah, Leash, look, they're, they're going very well as well. Um, it's in Nolan Park at, um, I think, half one, I think. So look, we're, not, we're going... A, a good place um, but look we won't be getting too far ahead of ourselves now because we have bigger bigger things um, down the line but look it's, it builds momentum um, builds a little bit of belief a bit of confidence in the team um, we have a good few good few young lads coming through the panel as well um, Derek Corkin he's first year in uh, from Ballyhale um, he's flying their halfback so so these games do do help us because last year we hadn't the league bases to try out different things but last year you're straight into a knockout championship um so you're very much going 100 miles an hour so at least now with the league you can experiment a small bit and you can you can um, you can try out different things you can try out new new players as well and then um we have it's only four weeks to you know i think it's Five weeks championship now, um, so this game is very important tomorrow. Um, then we have clear then um, next Sunday, and then that's going to lead lead us in three weeks into championship, which Wexford and um, Leash have to play in a, a playoff, and then we're playing the winners in in the Leinster semi final. So look, um, 
and I hear the crowds are able to, to yeah. um, come back now and in things starting Monday. So I think all players around Ireland will will um, welcome that. Yeah, it's it, it's a strange thing even listening on commentary here when we're doing it and you don't hear the roar of the crowd in the background. We've kind of gone through some retro things, some of your great games and mm. we've been uh, listening back to those things and just hearing the, the roar of the Crow Park crowd or the Nolan Park crowd is just, a, it's something to behold. Mm. Uh, speaking of the league, just before you go, there's um there's no winners of the league unless the two... F- to meet in the championship later on. Mm. Uh, what, what what do you make of that? You're talking about the league in terms of it's great to have now and it's great to kind of shake off any rust and try out new players, but not to have a winner. What, what What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, uh, it, it, it kind of kills the excitement or the purpose of playing the league. Um, so, look, I know, look, it's, diff- it's different times now, unfortunately. Um, so things are different. Other years, there would be a league semi-final and league final. Um, so it, it it probably the I suppose the not we, we, we of course we take it serious. Um, but when you have nothing to play for, there's nothing. There, there's no bigger picture at, at stake. Well, obviously you know, you're going to try out new things and you're going to take a risk at, at things as well. Rather, if there was a league semi final, league final played in Torles, usually league final is played in Torles, and there'd be a bit of a build up towards it, and it's great preparation then because the league final usually. Leads yeah, I think four to five weeks out from championship, so it's great preparation. If you do get to league final, um, it's great preparation because you're obviously playing um, a good team as well, the likes of Tipperary's and the Limericks and the Galleries. So playing those in league final in Torles, you know, with a crowd, it, it does um, give you a great, um, great, um, I suppose, um, incentives, incentives to to go on. Then um, look, it, it is what it is. Um, unfortunately, um, we we can't do anything about it. Um, but but yeah yeah as I said, um, it's unfortunately that that there's there's no league final because I know um, I know an awful lot of players would look forward to a league final. Well, at least we have games anyway. Kilkenny versus Leash tomorrow one forty five, and TJ Reid Health and Fitness open on Monday. I suppose the social media channels is probably the best place to follow all news about TJ Reid Health and Fitness. Yeah yeah, so um, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, so all all you have to do is type in TJ's Health and Fitness, and all the information is there. As I said, the doors are opened on Monday, the bank holiday, from nine o'clock to six p.m. All the staff will be on hand um, to welcome back all our members and welcome back any any lost members that we we haven't seen over the, the last year as well. That we, we welcome all those people back again. TJ Reid talking about the reopening of TJ Reid's health and fitness and a bit of hurling talk to throw in. And now we're going to switch our attention for the final interview that occurred on Scoreline this weekend. This is Irish national team coach Mr. Puff Summers talking all things basketball. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's uh, um, an initiative that Basketball Ireland rolled out to try to just put a basketball back in kids' hands and you know, I'm going to be doing a few uh, ball handling um, challenges every week to just try to engage with the community and the young kids and, and just try to get them back, you know, just, just dribbling a basketball, really. And uh, we see that Kilkenny's Lucy Coogan is also helping you launch the initiative, too. Yeah, she uh, she is one of the youth ambassadors for Basketball Ireland. Um, there's about 40 or 50 of them that they chose, and it's basically, um, so she will be getting a lot of uh, social media training and, you know, they're just going to teach her how to post and how to engage with, with more of her own peers to uh, to just promote basketball and, and get people back on the court. 
And, and with that name Coogan as well, I suppose there might be a connection with the uh, Ava Coogan, who is now uh, part of the Irish women's under twenty basketball squad. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, yeah, they're, they're sisters. So, uh, so Ava was a part of the under twenty squad. She just made the cut for the final eighteen, and then Lucy is also a part of the under eighteen squad. Um, so, I think she's a part of. I think they're they're the eighteen man squad as well right now. Oh, awesome! Um, in, in in terms of getting the youth involved, like some people mightn't be big fans of wanting to play GEA or soccer or rugby or anything like that. And I know in my youth, I I loved playing a few different sports, and basketball being one of them. But I wasn't one of the better O'Keefe's out of the O'Keefe lot in in basketball. I can attest to that. But uh, does ability mean anything in this bounce back challenge? Are people getting involved? No, no, no. The ability means nothing. It's basically. Uh if you if you participate and you you know partake in the challenges, you have a chance to win every week. Um, the the final prize, the grand prize, is a trip for four actually to America to see an NBA game. Wow! Um, and it's all just based on participation. So you know there's a couple different levels. Um, so if you're a little bit advanced, there's a harder challenge for you each week. Uh, but if you're a beginner, um, it's pretty basic. And you know my goal is even for beginners to kind of you know, notch up the, the difficulty of the challenges as we go on. So even for beginners, you can kind of see your skills build on top of each other. Awesome. And how do people get involved then? Do you have to be involved through a club or is there other ways? No, no, not at all. So all you have to do is uh, there's an app called Max One. Um, so Max and then O-N-E, spell the number one. Uh, so it's an app there. You download that and you go into it and the code is Basketball Ireland. And, you know, all that information is on the Basketball Ireland website. Um, so once you sign into that, then you'll see the challenges. You upload them yourself, and, and you're a part of the competition. Very, very simple. Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll have an article up during the week on scoreline.ie with all the information in regards to the app. Uh, just some information in regards, though, to the Irish Senior Men's Team. You're coaching mm-hmm. them under head coach uh, Mark Keane. You're preparing for the FIBA European Championship for small countries. How's that going? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Just being in the gym with the guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's weird when even when I hear people say that I'm coaching because <laughs> these are all guys in the league that are that are my peers that I play against. And, you know, actually we have five guys who are playing for Temple O who are on the panel. So, you know, they're actually my teammates who I'm, I'm coaching at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so it, it's aged me a lot in, in the few weeks that we've been back, just, you know, being addressed as coach instead of, of the player. But, uh <laughs> yeah, the preparations are going unbelievable right now. In, in in terms of coaching in Ireland and basketball in Ireland, we see that um, ex-Irish international, he was born in North Carolina, Jay Laranga, he could mm-hmm. be named the next head coach of the Boston Celtics, which must be a huge, I don't know, big factor in, in, in people coaching in Ireland currently or anybody that's currently on the team. is just, you know, the NBA is always the dream and we know that basketball in Europe is very, very strong as well. But just uh, yeah. from that perspective, an Irish international being the head coach of Boston Celtics must be a huge incentive for coaches. Uh, I mean, it is, and it's, it, it just goes to show that, you know, the basketball community is a small world, and the degrees of separation that we have from even the biggest stars in the world, you know, playing this game is, is not very much. Um, so Jay uh, actually coached the, the senior, he was a player coach for the senior national team uh, the last time before the, the senior team disbanded. You know, so he's kind of been at the same seats that I was on as far as, you know, being a coach in Ireland. So, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable to see, man, for all the young coaches out here, aspiring coaches in Ireland, to see what levels you can actually get to. 
Uh, and speaking of the NBA now, we're in the cusp of the playoffs at the moment. Are you keeping yes, a, are you keeping up to date with what's happening? Man, I'm I'm team no sleep right now, man. I'm struggling, <laughs> I'm struggling. Um, yeah, I'm trying to keep up. My uh, beloved Lakers uh, fell a little bit short this year, so uh, so now I just get to enjoy the playoffs as uh, just an innocent bystander instead of you know putting putting my heart in line every night when the Lakers play. And uh, who who are you? Uh, being a Lakers fan, I'd imagine you're going to say the Lakers. But like, who are you? Who are you going to pick out there? You know, Kevin Durant scored 29 points as Brooklyn Nets overcame uh, J- James Harden being out injured. They're beating Milwaukee Bucks. But uh, who who's your favorite? Uh, like, I'd love to see the Nets win it just because you know I I kind of like seeing the teams that become vilified for for you know stacking the deck. Um, I kind of like them seeing seeing them just just live up to what they're supposed to be. You know, I think that's a fun part of sport. Yeah, but uh, we- it's kind of the same thing in GAA with you know with Dublin. Like everybody hates them, but like <laughs> when they win, when they win, you still have to be in all of them of, of what they're doing. You know, they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know. Yeah, well, you think back to the likes of the Pistons and stuff like that, who always had a a, a big kind of uh, not underdog, just nobody wanted to see them win. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a very interesting thing. I know James Harden he had his troubles with Houston Rockets there um, at, at the start of the season. What do you make of that whole situation? Um, it's tough because you know, I, like loyalty is a big part of sports, um, and and you know when you're in the locker room with guys, like they have to be able to trust you at at all times. And for a guy to go out and publicly say that he didn't want to be a part of that squad anymore is tough. Um, and even when he got traded to the Nets, uh, having a guy come into your locker room after he just kind of you know kind of dissed his his teammates of seven or eight years is you know is, is difficult. But you know, basketball and the NBA is a business and. You know, he had to make a business move. Look, going back now to the Lakers, I've seen a lot of calls maybe online. You kind of might laugh at it, but people saying maybe LeBron's time is done. He's 36 years old now at the time, and they were knocked out in the first round of the season's playoffs. And like, what, what's, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, like coming from somebody like myself who's, who's at the near end of his career, but... Um, I know the work that goes into, to, for me, trying to keep myself fit. So, like, multiply that by, like, 10 million as to what <laughs> LeBron does to keep his body the way it is. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, Father Time is obviously undefeated. But, you know, he still, before he got injured this year, before he hurt his ankle, he was at an MVP level. So, you know, I think LeBron is one of the few guys that's going to actually retire when he feels like it and not when Father Time is telling him to. Yeah, retire on top. Hopefully, says you. Um, in terms of uh, get, uh, getting back out there and, and and your own playing, you're playing with Temple Oak at the moment. You're defending national cup holders. Obviously, last season's work curtailed. How's the season looking now ahead? Uh, it, I mean, there's no telling. There's no telling. Uh, like we haven't we haven't been together as a as a squad since October when the season got officially canceled. So you know, thankfully, I get to be around all my guys in, in Irish practice, which kind of says how high level a team we have with Temple Oak to have so many guys on the Irish senior panel. But, uh, you know, when we get back out there and when we get back in the preseason, you know, the, the goal stays the same. You know, we want to just improve every day and, and win as many trophies as possible. So I think, you know, that's still well within our grasp. Well, we're looking forward to having you back on maybe with uh, getting the trophy in here at KCLR Studios. But uh, best of luck, as you said, the bounce back challenge. How Once again, how can people get involved? Yeah, so go to the Basketball Ireland website and you'll see um, you'll see the news post for the Bounce Back Challenge and all the info will be there on how to download the app, 
how to get involved and how to upload your videos. So everything will be on the Best Barn website. That's our lot here at Scoreline Extra. If you want to listen to the show live, we're 2 to 6 every weekend on KCLR. You'll be hearing live games as well as some of the best interviews that Kilkenny and Carlo have to offer. Until then, I've been Shane O'Keefe. Stay safe, stay sane.